Howdy, folks. Your attention, please. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Hello, and welcome to Discovery Land. My name is Victoria, and I will be your guide on this adventure through yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. In 1986, Michael Jackson was on top of the world. Thriller, released in 1982, was already the world's best-selling album. And as immensely successful as it was, Thriller itself was sandwiched between the other Juggernaut album releases, Off the Wall from 1979 and Bad from 1987. Michael's success was not limited to the United States, of course. By the mid-80s, he had become a worldwide sensation and a global phenomenon. In addition to his record-breaking albums, Michael's music videos, or short films as he preferred to call them, completely reinvented the way music videos were made. His 1983 performance on the Motown 25 television special, in which he debuted The Moonwalk, became an instant classic. And the sale of Michael Jackson dolls, his monumental deal with Pepsi, and his sold-out victory tour with the Jacksons only added to his superstar status. It seemed as if anything Michael Jackson played a part in would turn to gold. And as such, it made much sense that recently installed CEO of the Walt Disney Company, Michael Eisner, would want to recruit Michael Jackson for a prominent attraction in the company's Disney parks. The story of how Captain EO came about is an interesting one. In the making of Captain EO, a television documentary hosted by Whoopi Goldberg about the creation of the attraction, then Disney CEO Michael Eisner had the following to say. Michael Jackson is a Disney aficionado. He knows more about Walt Disney than anybody that ever existed. He certainly knows more than I do. And we called him up and said, Michael, would you like to do something with the parks? He said definitely, but only if you can get George Lucas to protect me. So now we have Michael Jackson and George Lucas, and they both said, well, we need a director who is without equal. And we went right to Francis Coppola. End quote. With the visionary talents of Michael Jackson, George Lucas, and Francis Ford Coppola on deck, Captain EO was shaping up to be incredibly promising. Not only would Michael Jackson be offering his musical abilities, but you also had the creator of Star Wars producing and the director of The Godfather directing. And it didn't end there. You had production design by Academy Award nominee Jeffrey Kirkland, 
special effects by Academy Award winning makeup FX creator Rick Baker, choreography by Jeffrey Hornaday of Flashdance fame, acting by Angelica Houston, who portrayed the Supreme Leader, Tony Cox, who had played Ewoks in Return of the Jedi and would go on to co-star in films such as Spaceballs and the Bad Santa series, and film veteran Dick Sean, who played Commander Bog. In addition to Michael Jackson's original songs, We Are Here to Change the World and Another Part of Me, Captain EO featured a score by James Horner, who would go on to win the Academy Award for Best Original Dramatic Score for Titanic and compose other well-known films such as Apollo 13, Braveheart, Field of Dreams, and Avatar. And that's not even a complete list of all the talent involved in the making of Captain EO. The film would be made in 3D, which would be experienced by guests wearing purple frame 3D glasses in a state-of-the-art auditorium. The auditorium would be called the Magic Eye Theater, and it would be built over the area immediately in front of Space Mountain known as the Space Stage. Captain EO featured extensive visual effects, completed in part by George Lucas's Industrial Light and Magic. The production was not without its hiccups, and when all was said and done, it went over budget. In the end, Captain EO cost close to $20 million, and at the time was the most expensive 17-minute film ever made. When it debuted at Disneyland on September 16, 1986, a grand opening event was held. Many of the creatures and cast members from the production were present, along with various celebrities who had been invited to attend. George Lucas and Francis Coppola were present. Michael Jackson was not. Nevertheless, a parade was held. The park stayed open for 60 continuous hours in order to satisfy the immense demand for the film. Various merchandise was released, including a comic book adaptation of the film. Despite mixed critical reception, Captain EO was a huge hit with Disneyland guests and became a major part of the Disneyland experience. Told amidst the setting of outer space and a grim, claustrophobic industrial planet, Captain EO tells a story of a ragtag team of misfits on a mission. They are led by Captain EO, who is trying to redeem himself for a previous failure alluded to by his boss, Commander Bog of the Corps. The group is made up of a flying creature named Fuzzball, who perches himself on Captain EO's shoulder, a two-headed pilot made up of Idy and Odie, Robotic Major Domo, who resembles President Teddy Roosevelt, Minor Domo, who is a smaller robot that attaches to Major Domo's back, and a mischievous elephant-like creature named Hooter. They fly aboard the spaceship traveling through space. The group's mission is vague, with Commander Bog offering little details to the audience beyond using a map, which had somehow become eaten by Hooter, to locate the Supreme Leader and present her with a gift. After Heidi and Odie fly too close to their destination, they set off an intrusion alarm, and the ship is pursued by patrol ships. After crash landing on the planet, conveniently near the beacon that they had been trying to reach, the group checks in with Commander Bog and then sets off to find the Supreme Leader. Due in part to Hooter's clumsiness, the group is captured and taken before the Supreme Leader. 
she decrees that Captain Eo is to be sent to her deepest dungeon for 100 years of torture, and his crew are to be turned into trash cans. Before punishment can be served, Captain Eo presents the Supreme Leader with the gift of music. It is then that we see the crew's true talent come to light. Each of them are musically inclined, with Major and Minor Dumma transforming into musical instruments that Idy, Odie, Hooter, and Fuzzball perform with. But after Hooter slips on Captain Eo's cape and breaks the keyboard he is about to play, the Supreme Leader, who had been transfixed with what she was seeing, becomes angry and calls for her troops. Hooter rushes to repair his instrument, and Captain Eo begins transforming the Supreme Leader's troops into dancers. We are here to change the world plays, and Captain Eo leads the dancers in an all-out musical performance. The performance does not go smoothly the entire time, however, as Captain Eo is forced to confront the Supreme Leader's whip warriors along the way. Nearly failing in his fight against them, he is saved by Fuzzball, and he continues transforming the Supreme Leader's minions into backup dancers. By the end of the song, the Supreme Leader begins to weaken, and Captain Eo uses his powers to transform her into a goddess-like queen. Her palace transforms into a Romanesque pavilion, and Captain Eo takes her hand and bestows a kiss of respect. It is then that another part of me begins to play, and the captain and his crew dance their way out of the palace. Captain Eo waves a final goodbye to the queen and her people, and the group boards their ship and heads back into space. At Disneyland, Captain Eo, which had been sponsored by Kodak, ran until April 7, 1997. It was replaced by Honey, I Shrunk the Audience, which was based off the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids film series. The Magic Eye Theater was rebranded as the Imagination Institute. We will discuss Honey, I Shrunk the Audience in a future episode of Discoveryland. Aside from the Disney parks, Captain EO was only ever aired on television once. In 1996, it was shown on MTV in 2D and never ran again. To this day, Captain EO has never been released on home video. The song, Another Part of Me, would be included on Michael Jackson's Bad Album in 1987, and We Are Here to Change the World would appear on the Ultimate Collection box set in 2004. Following the untimely death of Michael Jackson in 2009, Disney decided to bring back Captain EO to Tomorrowland as the Captain EO tribute. For part of its run, it would once again be sponsored by Kodak. It would replace the attraction that replaced it 13 years earlier, Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. And although it would be unable to feature some of the dazzling special effects of its original incarnation, it would make use of the enhancements made to the Magic Eye Theater for Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. These effects included wind, flashing lights, and a moving auditorium floor that would bounce along to the beat of the music. Captain EO would also reopen at Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando, Florida, Disneyland Paris, and Tokyo Disneyland. When it finally returned on February 23, 2010, I was there. It was my first of several times experiencing Captain EO on the big screen, and what a joy it was. There was no denying the complete 1980s overdose that the film delivered, and even though it was obviously dated, it was still fun to see Michael Jackson in Tomorrowland once again. Additionally, the Star Trader again sold t-shirts, posters, 
pins, plush, and other merchandise to commemorate the re-release of the film. But once again, Captain EO would not last forever. After running for more than four years, the Captain EO tribute closed at Disneyland on June 18, 2014. The Magic Eye Theater would be rebranded as the Tomorrowland Theater, and in place of Captain EO, it would begin featuring previews for Guardians of the Galaxy, Big Hero 6, and the Disney film Tomorrowland before running a short Star Wars tie-in film called Path of the Jedi. The Disney Parks blog indicated that Captain EO would return, but it never did. To this day, the Tomorrowland Theater continues to preview new films, the most recent as of this recording, which was Ant-Man and the Wasp. There is no telling what the future might hold in store for the Tomorrowland Theater, but some hold out hope that Captain EO may one day return. So next time you're in Tomorrowland at Disneyland, and you happen to walk by the Tomorrowland Theater, perhaps you might pick up on the echoes of We Are Here to Change the World. Give a salute to the good captain as he travels the universe to spread positivity and beauty, and remember what once was, Captain EO. Disneyland is an incredible place, and around every corner, whether you realize it or not, is some hidden history waiting to be discovered. I hope that you have enjoyed this trip into Discoveryland. Be sure to tune in next time for another adventure into the vibrant history of the Magic Kingdom. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Discoveryland Show and on Twitter at DiscoverylandVC. Ladies and gentlemen, Disneyland has now ended its normal operating day. We hope you've enjoyed your visit to the Magic Kingdom and that you'll be back with us again soon.